Hello and welcome to On A Mission, the show where we share inspiring conversations with phenomenal women who are creating success and prosperity in their lives with purpose and passion. I'm Pauline Rodish, a success mindset coach and clinical hypnotherapist, and I'm on a personal mission to remind you that you are a beautiful soul and you have so much potential. And my intention for this show is to give you the nudge to answer your own calling and to rise up and take on your life's mission. So hello everyone and welcome to this episode where I have the absolute pleasure of um, speaking with, chatting to, having a lovely conversation with none other than Sabrina Ford. This woman makes me laugh, that's all I can tell you. Um, we haven't met in person, but we've had a couple of conversations. And, you know, I just think she's the most fantastic lady. Um, I'm really inspired by her story. And she is the founder and creator of a jewellery line here in Ireland called Ruzo. And the Ru and the Zo are the first two letters of her daughter's names, Ruby and Zoe. And I just think it's a lovely story. She is a phenomenal woman. She's only 35. She's given me permission to tell her age because age does not bother to this lady, no more than it does to myself. It's simply a number. And I'm going to hand it over and really Sabrina's going to share her backstory, um, which is interesting. And I just love her attitude. I love her energy. She's a funny lady. She's made me laugh. Some things we couldn't share online, but that's okay. Sabrina, you're so welcome. And thank you so much for taking the time to share with us your lovely story and a, a growing story and a really lovely success story. So Sabrina, you hail from? I'm from Galway. You're from County Galway, yeah. Where, yeah. We're both, where we're both currently residing. And I'd love you just to share the story, first of all, about Ruzo, how it came to be, and then we'll work back from that. Well, um, first of all, I suppose the name Ruzo came from the two girls, obviously, as you just said. I'm kind of nervous. I'm shaking already. Let's take a deep breath. You have <laughs> nothing to be nervous about. You're a spectacular lady, so you have nothing um, to be nervous about. Uh, when we were coming out of the maternity unit, when I had my second scan with Zoe, um, we knew it was a girl and Stephen liked the name Zoe. And I was like, sure, I don't mind. Like, I named Ruby, so, you know, I don't mind you naming this one. Like, So he named her Zoe and I was like, I was just on my way out the door and I was like, you know, Ruzo. And he was like, what's that? And I was like, it's two girls' names together, but it sounds pretty cool. And he was like, well, what's it going to be? And I was like, I'm not sure yet, but it'll be something. It'll be something. I always wanted to open like a boutique or something, but that was the dream at the time. And I then, I suppose, just after Zoe was born, I was online and I was watching a girl called Emma Milan. And she was selling accessories she was a stylist for Stella and Dot so I got in contact with her and now did take her a while to to turn me to to join up but I did I signed up with Stella and Dot as a stylist and um I was there I think maybe 18 months um and I loved it I loved it um just and meeting what, what, people. What, what are we actually doing for Stella and Dot so selling jewelry yeah, selling Stella her jewelry. Selling. Yeah, okay. so they had their own range of accessories, and as a stylist, you would sell it, and you'd get commission on it. And but it wasn't all about that. It was about the people that you were meeting. Mm -hmm. I met so many people doing that, like people that I'm still friends with at the moment. Um, but Stella and Dot then left the EU in 2019 in January and broke all of our hearts. I think a little bit. Um, 
that was in January 2019. It's just after Christmas, and I had my best month ever with them. Sure. And so I had my mojo at the time, and I was like, okay, right. Stephen was like, do something with Ruzo, and I was like, you know what? I think I can. Um, and then in February, I set up Ruzo Instagram page. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it, but I said, you know what? I'll take a chance. So your third baby was born in yes. February 2019. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Um, so I set up the Instagram page and kind of just took it from there. And as always, my family and the locals kind of rally around and word of mouth. A lot of hard work. Now, you just you jumped a piece there. Just go back. So you started Ruzo and that literally meant you had to design your own jewellery, correct? Um, no, I would have bought some of it in as wholesale. Sure. At the time designing or making didn't enter my head once because okay. um I actually had designs in my head already that I had sent to another company I did join another company for a short period of time but I just didn't sit well with me I wasn't I wasn't as comfortable as I was in Stella and Dot so I just I just took a step back and I said look at no this isn't for me like um but I had sent some designs to them and Stephen was like well why 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 would you send them to them when you can do them yourself so then I said, I'd buy some stuff in first, set up the page and see how I go from there. And it just took off. It it, it, it took off. But it was, was it luck? I think it might have been just hard work. Like. Well, I hope you don't mind, but I have a definition that it's not my definition, but it's one I've learned. And I really believe that luck is simply preparedness and opportunity coming together. Yeah. Would you, the opportunity would you... was there. The opportunity was there and the preparation you had been doing because yeah. you had exposed yourself to another company. You knew there was a market. And I think what's interesting, and I'd love you just to share with the listeners to um, people watching, um, that you did not have the, the, the creative background per se. You, you explained to me that you didn't have that kind of... No, not at all. No. Would you, no. Would you like to tell people what you, how you were in school? <laughs> I like what you said. Did you? <laughs> um what did I even say I said you oh said no I was always the one that was holding holding back in the background copying everyone else holding back in the background copying everyone else okay well you're not that anymore no 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 copying I'm all all against the copying at the moment <laughs> exactly you see it's interesting isn't it I mean but a completely yeah. different a completely different um vision now yeah so talk about when you started to design your own jewelry that you're completely self-taught yeah, well, it's just me drawn. Now, I'm not the best artist in the world, but I'd have a picture in my head and um, that picture in my head looks good. So I try to get it on paper. Um, but no, I was on my way to Bettystown um, in County Mead to babysit for my sister. And I had Ruby in the back. It was just the two of us in it. And as I said to you before, I was I was constantly on my phone, as in my I set up my business from my phone. I didn't have a laptop. I have this laptop now and I still haven't used it for work. I'm I'm allergic almost to it. Yeah. So it's from my phone. So I obviously was driving for three hours. So I wasn't on my phone and I, Ruby was asleep. So I had no one to talk to. So I had the time to kind of think about stuff. And I was like, sure, why don't I try to look for someone to make the designs that I have in my head? So I did. I went to Bettystown and I was up there for the Friday night and the Saturday night. And I sat all day Saturday on the couch on my phone, researching and checking reviews and all that kind of stuff. And I found a girl called Rachel and we just clicked, we just clicked, we we got on really well. Um, she had really good English and she kind of just got me. And once I sent her the pictures I had, I was like, you know, my drawing isn't great. Like, but she's like, I can see it. They could see it. Like, Amazing. Um, so that that's, is just amazing. That gives me actually butterflies. It's so fantastic. But 
I don't even know because I've had a little bit of a chat with you prior to us going live here and just talking to you about the higher intelligence and where your inspiration's coming from. And I suppose you, as you admitted, you weren't really, you never really gave yourself the time to really think where, where is it actually coming from? Do you feel now after us having a little chat earlier that you can see that these ideas are coming from, what would you say? They're coming from somewhere. What's that somewhere, do you think? I'm not sure. I still, I still really find it hard to answer that question because I, I don't know. Like, I, as I said, I'd be lying in bed and I'd be like, "Geez, I might give that a try tomorrow." And like, if you, as I said, you, if you try, if you don't try, you won't know. So which I'll is, try make something. Is, which that's... is your favourite quote? And you think it's yeah. a song by Oasis? I think I'm not sure. If you yeah, never try, you'll never say know. Say it again. What, what is, what are those words that you live by? If you never try, then you'll never know. See, I want to pause there because I want people to just digest that as well. If you never try, you'll never know. I mean, one thing I've learned and just in, in the few conversations that we've had, Sabrina, is your uh, willingness to, to try when so many people are actually terrified to try. And the, the interesting thing is that most ideas are still born. Um, not the most wonderful word I find to describe it, yeah. but what, what it means ultimately is the idea comes and people say, well, that's a good idea. And then they, they add to that, but it'll never happen. I can't do it. I've no resources, yeah. I've no money, I've no knowledge. I don't know where to start with it. But in your case, even though you cannot right now perhaps discern where that is coming from, you're open to considering that this is coming from a higher intelligence, from the universe, yeah. right? Yeah. And, but regardless of that, even the not knowing that you're still doing. And it's so interesting because um, I hope you see this as a compliment that you would be probably at this moment in time on your journey classified as an unconscious competent, meaning that you're getting success and great success, but you're not really sure how. And actually my mentor, Bob Proctor was, was very similar. And I also have been similar in the past where I've been manifesting things just doing things and getting good results, but maybe at times not knowing why. Yeah. And I know you haven't had the chance to know why, and maybe I'm inviting you to think about the why part so that you can become even more successful by being the conscious competent. Yes. So you kind of know what well, this is how it actually works. So it's fair to say that you are successful, very successful. And of course, success actually for all of us is progressing in the direction of our goals so would you be somebody that sets goals do you have goals do you have financial goals do you have targets that you want to meet do you want to reach a bigger audience what kind of goals would you actually have um when i first started it would have been uh, if i sell one thing a day yeah one thing that was when day. i first set up the instagram page yeah i sold one thing a day um for the last two years fantastic yeah, so and, and I could say I'll set 10, but no, I I would be quite happy if I sold one thing a day. And I always, I still am like, I still am so grateful to those one person that comes online and orders. It's wonderful. But I'm, I'm yeah. guessing going forward, you have going forward. I'd love to. My Instagram at the moment has been a pain in the hoop. Why is that? I think it's just the audience. It's a lot of people aren't seeing my stories or my, my posts and that kind of stuff. Um, it's something that I need to work on um it's the algorithm trust me i think it's algorithms yes. yes i know and yeah. we, we any of us online are experiencing yeah. the same thing yeah no it's, it's there it's it's so that's my goal at the moment it, that's, we have to understand that instagram is a business too it is a business it's a business and too space. but it's also 
do you know, it's funny, I had a conversation with a girl this morning on Instagram and she said, you know, is it annoying? And I said, you know, it's the algorithms that are annoying me, but Instagram to me is um is my workplace. It's it's my work colleagues. I like the people I chat with every day is the people that I don't see on a normal day because I don't see anybody only the two dogs because the kids are in school. I know. So to me, it's like being at work. Like, I know I it's wonderful and seeing it that and it's also your shop window isn't it as yeah. well I yeah, mean you exactly. have your website ruso yeah. or is it ruso.ie uh, no it's it? just ruso.ie yeah you're on on Instagram you're ruso ruso Ireland because ruso was taken by uh, a private username ah uh, okay no no yeah. that's fair enough look I have a question a few questions if you don't mind I'd love to ask you go for it so what is the most difficult decision that you've ever had to make um probably um trusting someone to make this the jewelry that I was talking about that I had in my head um and obviously the finance around it because it, that was a I don't like I didn't have any money like I literally went into the credit union and took money from an account and hoped for the best um, yeah and and you've had the best right yeah well yeah it, took it, a, it, it was a, you it was really a risk bet your, you bet yourself you bet on yeah. yourself right yeah I, it sounds you've mentioned Stephen a couple of times your husband he's obviously incredibly supportive yeah, he is. He's the he has his head screwed on um, sometimes when he's like, well, how much does that cost now? And, you know, what's the and I'm like, Stephen, it's fine. It'll be grand. <laughs> you know, he's the one that thinks logically sometimes. And I'm, I don't. But I just jump in head first. But you know what? You're actually you're, you are. And I don't know whether you even realize it, but I have to say it to you, because based on what I know and what I try to teach people to do, you're actually doing it. I mean, you really are, Sabrina. So that's why I'm, I was excited to talk to you because you put a smile on my face because you're so gutsy and you're so brave and so courageous. And like successful people, and this is documented, they make their decisions fast and rarely change their mind. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you are that. You are that person, which really is fantastic. I mean, how old are the girls now? Uh, Ruby just turned seven and Zoe is four next week. So are they aware of the whole story around Ruzo, the jewellery, their names, the influence? They are hyper aware of it. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they kind of almost live and breathe it now as well at this stage. Um, Ruby yeah. knows that she's lined up to take over from me when I'm not able to work anymore. <laughs> so she talks about that a bit. And Zoe, the other day, um, I was lying in bed and she said to me, I said to her, oh, my feet are killing me. And they were sore because I have two tables and I have two chairs, but I don't sit in them when I'm working. I stand up a lot. So my feet were sore. And I said, you know, my feet are awful sore pushing in the bed. And she said, that's fine, mom. You can stay in bed tomorrow and rest and I'll make the bracelets and Ruby can write the notes. Isn't that just fantastic, though? Yeah, I know. So they it's, are influenced. They're, it's they're easily amazing, influenced. like what you're actually creating for them. Do you sort of see it like a legacy of, of sorts? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's wonderful. And I mean, going forward, uh, what's the big, big vision of Ruzo for you and the children, your daughters? Um, I know I should think into the future, but I don't. Re <laughs> How do I answer that? Um, I can see myself needing. I'm going to keep it small here. I can see myself needing a third table. And I'm not sure what's going to come off that third table yet, but I need the table to actually try to create it before I have some pieces here that I'm still trying to master. And I don't think I'll ever master it, but I'm going to try Can you show us what you're working on at the moment? Have you got it to hand? Yeah, I have actually. Um, they're little discs. Okay. So and you can engrave engraving, engraving. Yeah. 
Um, and what you're wearing yourself is all your own. Yeah, there are ones my, I made myself. Um, this is the one I was actually thinking of the last night. I was like, well, can I make that now in the morning? Let's uh, just see the, what you're holding on to the pendant. If you lean back a little bit, you're close to the camera there. Just, oh yeah, I love it. And the matching earrings, just really beautiful. Yeah. Really so lovely. That'll be my, that's my goal. For, you were asking about goals earlier. That's probably one of my goals. You know, I, I, I sometimes think goals need to be really big, but sometimes the smaller ones are the ones that you need to kind of concentrate on. Yeah, well, I mean, what I would be encouraging people to do is have the big goal, but you have to have the smaller goals to get to the big goal, you know, and yeah, I get every you, single yeah. day taking steps in that direction, because a lot of people have the big goal and they don't take the action steps, the smaller goals in order to get there. That's a mistake a lot of people make. So but, I'm I mean, making the mistake of not having a big goal, but I've got a small goal in my hand here and I want to do this one first. I think you're doing you're doing pretty OK, um, Sabrina, from my perspective. Well, you know, I have another uh, question. Who would you most like to meet? And why? To get advice. I have two people I'd like to meet. Um, would I have dinner with both of them? I think I'd go on a night out with one of them and have dinner with the other one. Well, tell us. Um, who I'd like do. to meet um, Samantha Barry. Now, who's Samantha Barry when she's at home? So she's from Cork originally. She's living in New York at the moment. She's the editor in chief of Glamour magazine. Great. Um, Good on her. I saw a documentary she had been in on television. I think it was last year sometime. Can't think of the name of the documentary either, but um, it was the first time she came onto my radar, and I just thought she was—I just thought she seemed like a nice, down-to-earth girl that you could, you know, get on with. Um, She's—I think she's just inspirational. She's 39, and she's the editor in chief. And there's only there's only been eight since like Glamour magazine has been out, and okay. she has no training in um, um, print, like. She's been in the news and she's been in yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I just thought she was very inspirational. I'd love to meet. Would you go out with her for the night or have dinner with her now? I'd go out with her for the night, I'd say. Okay. And who would you have the dinner with? Oprah. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I'd love to join you. You can invite I think me. she'd have some class stories like. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Imagine. She's one of my favorite women on the planet, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, me too. So I want to ask you this. Um, when do you feel a connection with your soul or God? If you the, refer to either as that. Probably when I'm making stuff. Making yeah. stuff as in your jewellery. Or probably lying in bed trying to go to sleep. That's when you feel that connection? Yeah. So that's perhaps, in, would you accept? Think about it, you see. Yes, I know, because you're otherwise you're doing, doing, yeah. doing. And you're busy with dogs and children and, and you're yeah. busy. Um, fantastic. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you is who would be your most, three, three most influential people in your life? Um, first one would probably be my mother. Um, she, she ran her own business. I was about to ask you how she business. Yeah. What did your mom she, do? She had Orrin kennels. She had dog kennels. Okay. Um, and then her father had his own business and a few of my uncles as well, actually. Yeah, a few. Two, so the, two the, the, the entrepreneur is in the blood. Yeah, it's something I never thought about until I saw that question. There you go. Yeah, it's it's something I never thought of. Um, but yeah, there's two uncles at the top of my head, and she could probably tell me more if she if I asked her. I'll ask her tomorrow. Now. Um, but yeah, they've been running florists and um, hatcheries for years. The uncles were. Yeah, and my so granddad did. And your mom was is the first female. Is she to have been in business? Um, no, my other aunties who's passed, um, they would be 
uh, Kriegel Art in town. I know Kriegel Art, for goodness yeah, sake. Yeah, Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. yeah I, I've been in there and I'm a customer of theirs and have been for, you know, over the years, for sure. Yeah. Fantastic, great service, lovely atmosphere and good attitude, I have to admit. That's because it's in the blood, you see. It's in the blood. <laughs> That's fantastic, actually. But you know what's interesting, though? Even though the art is obviously Kriegel art, it's there and, and part of the family. Yeah. Yet you were saying you weren't that creative, but look at you now. I mean, it's amazing how creativity can come out, isn't it? Yeah. Were yeah. you good at art in school, for example? No, I don't think I even did art. Yeah. I don't think I studied it at all. Yeah, well, you see, there you are. You, you, you don't really know. And I think a lot of us equate, certainly I did, because I failed art in school. And I mean, and you know, and now I understand as an adult that art is a very personal thing, isn't it? Maybe yeah, it my is, art yeah. wasn't that bad after yeah. all. You know, somebody might have liked it. Yeah. Um, the teacher just didn't like it. But, you know, that it, I, I kind of internalized that as that I'm not creative. That you're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah but not yeah. creative, though, because you think, you know, unless you're good with a paintbrush or a yeah. pencil or drawing something that you're not creative. But there's so many ways to be creative, isn't there? There is, and which I think what you're demonstrating with jewelry. Yeah, and the, but there's also different tastes. I, well, this is what I'm saying. Not like, everyone has the same taste. Very personal. Taste. It's it's incredibly personal. So, what book are you reading at the moment? Well, I definitely don't read books. Um, I don't have the patience to read a book. Like I don't. I would you listen to a book? No, I I'd say yeah, but I'd be lying because I think my friend Diana said to me, you know, would you not just listen to the audio? But no, I'd just stick on the radio or something. I don't okay. know. I I'll I'll never say never, but I I don't. But I did buy a book a few weeks ago. It hasn't arrived yet, but it's the Glamour Top Thirty Most Influential Women That Have Changed the World or something like that. It's a it's a longer kind of a title, but it's basically thirty influential women. Um, I don't know who's in it, but. It sounded appealing, so I bought it. Well, fair play to you. And I mean, I think you're definitely on to the, the, the right track with that. Um, but what would you say at this stage, Sabrina, that what you're currently doing is a calling? Do you feel you're on a mission with it? Do you feel it is what you're meant to be doing? Yeah, it took a long time to get here, but I, it definitely is. Like, I mean, there's a box down the room that has jewellery in it since 2006 that I tried to make in Australia. Like, right. Like, yeah, and I went to a bead shop and I spent a fortune, but didn't get the proper stuff to make the stuff. I had it in my head as always, but yeah, um, yeah I did. I've it's it's always been something I've wanted to do, but I never said it out loud. Probably. And what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, I another hard question. I'd say uh, be kinder to yourself, but Stephen said that I'm lying because I'm still not kind to myself. Well, so your husband knows you well. He does know me well, yeah. Um, and do you think there's room in your life to be kinder to yourself? There definitely is. You just need to work on it, I think. And are you willing to prioritize that? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more aware of it now because he said it so many times that I'm like... And especially okay. because at the moment you're a one-woman show, but what excites you most about the future of you and Ruzo and what you're creating? The unknown. I'd rather, like, not... I don't dwell on what's going to happen. I just kind of roll with it. There's no point... I, go on, expand. There's no, on. Point in, there's no point in thinking too much of what's going to happen in the future because nobody knows. Nobody knew this time 18 months ago that COVID was going to lock down the country for a year and you know Absolutely. you just don't oh, know like listen I'm completely with you on that I mean like 
it's it, you're very wise. I mean, you mightn't realize how wise you are. And I don't want to sound in any way, you know, patronizing when I say this, but I mean, you're incredibly wise, you know, to have that attitude. It's a phenomenal attitude, Sabrina. It really genuinely is. I mean, a lot of people are, are, are trying to learn to have that type of attitude because when you can embrace the uncertainty, every single day is uncertain, but just having that attitude that you're rolling with it. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it would seem too that you do have some vision for the future. You see your, yeah. your daughters, you're creating a legacy, but you're living very mindfully at the same time, sort of present moment. What can I do now on the goal to hand? Just get yeah. this done and then the next thing done. And so you're, you're definitely one of life's doers and you yeah. absolutely deserve to have. The years go so fast as well as you are just rolling with the days. Like it, it's two years since I've set up and I just don't know where it went, where the time went like. So and just, like, I mean, actually, I know we didn't discuss it, but I mean, I am aware that you worked in a factory for 10 years. What yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, do you know, Johnny, my Johnny's my father-in-law. He lives literally over the wall. Like I could shout out the window now, hello, and he'd shout back because he'd pop up behind the wall or something. Um, <laughs> but Johnny was here one day and he sat and he, he sat, it was, I think it was in the kitchen, actually, Um it was when I first started making the beads and I was kind of, I had a list and I only actually, that was another goal I had and I only finished it um, maybe three weeks ago, but I had a list since last September of people that wanted stuff handmade and I only finished the list. I only properly got ahead of myself two wow. weeks ago. Fantastic. So that was, a, that was a, a goal I didn't realize I had, but I needed to Good on you. try and get ahead of myself. But yeah, I am now. But anyways, Johnny was in the kitchen and he sat at the beads on the small table that I had first. And he was like, oh, oh, Christ, I don't know how you sit there now all day doing that. Look at the size bits. How do you do that all day? And I was like, Johnny, I worked in a factory for 10 years. This is it has prepared me <laughs> enough to be able to sit with small bits and do the same thing all day. Like, even except, though it's not the same thing. I know, but except it's your own. It's your own. Um, yeah, it's your what, own baby. Like, exactly. But it's what, what do they call the line? Can't get the word out when production you're on line. Say it again, production, production line. line. This yeah. is your production line. Yeah. And also, just before we finish, I just love the fact that you started on the island in the kitchen, correct? Yeah. Then you moved over to? I was When I was in Betty's town that time, I was telling you about, um, my sister had a kind of like a side table that she had some glasses and stuff on. I said, geez, this would be the perfect height now for me to stand at and work. So she sent that down for me. And that's still in the kitchen now. And then Stephen built me, um, Stephen and his friend and work, uh, Deccan built me the bench for Christmas and then I got a second one and I'm going to get onto them now for the third one that is fantastic so I mean it's just a wonderful success story and I, I honestly really want to wish you every success Thanks, continued success continued success Sabrina and so people can find you definitely on Instagram under Ruzo Ireland yeah I don't I don't operate much on Facebook um, I find have a website too yeah I have the website is ruzo.ie yeah Ruzo, R U Z O. Yeah, I've one. There's one question now you didn't ask me, and I want to remind you of it. Go Actually, on. Then. Uh, what was it? It was what regret. And this is for Biggest people. Mistake. Yes. Biggest mistake. We said we. Yeah, because this yeah. is important to, to me for other people to, to realize that. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Go ahead. Um. It. What was it? What was the question? Sorry. What's the biggest mistake you've you've ever made, or you've learned from? What have you learned from it? Oh, it was taking the foundation paper. The foundation paper. In maths. Go in on, tell us more. Tell us yeah. more about that. Um, Why was it a mistake? Because I was able for the pass. I just didn't believe. Right. They kept telling me I wasn't able. Like, 
Okay. Well, they kept telling you you weren't able. Yeah. And I believed them. And you believed them, yeah. right? So what have you learned from that? Don't believe them. <laughs> exactly. It would be don't believe them. Like, And I wanted you to ask that in case, like say that the likes of my nieces and they were like, oh, I'm, I'm crap at maths or, you know, well, I'd be like, you're crap at maths, but probably because you're not, you know, believing that you can do it. Like, because if I can do it, you can do it. Like. Uh, listen, I, I can nearly cry listening to you. That is just one of my mottos. If, if, if I can do it, you can do it. If somebody yeah. else can do it, I can do it. I, I really do think that that is a great message. And I'm so glad that you're, you you actually pointed out and, and highlighted it. One of, it was one of the questions that you had that I knew instantly. I was like, oh, that's definitely mine. Because you know what? I, I went on to study, as I said, the quality management and there was statistics in that. And I got distinctions in them. And I was like, I fucking can do it. <laughs> Fantastic, Sabrina, really. But you know what? You absolutely can do it. But look yeah, at no. you're showing. I mean, it's just fantastic. You've, it, that mightn't be something that you can change right now, go back and, and redo that, nor would you probably want to do it. No, but I wouldn't. It's allowed you to say, hang on a minute, don't let anybody. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, what's the message around that? So your nieces can hear this and whoever else, your customers. What is the message around that? Look for help if you can't do something. If you, if you can't help. do something that badly, that's uh, that's not even in business, just academically. Like if, if my kid said, you know, like Ruby says, I can't spell this word. I'm like, sure, try, like sound it out, you know, look, you know, well, help you. Like that's that's it's so basic. Like It really, it truly is. And I think what people need to understand is that we're only using about 10 percent of our potential. Yeah. You no, know? realize that we've 90 percent. i mean it's massive when people really understand that and let that in because there's so much potential for every single one of us and i just love your i love the way you've been able to completely change from the quality control in a factory environment to your own production line in your own jewelry line and the beautiful story of your two daughters that inspired the fabulous name it just seems really it's really spot on i have to say yeah, it is and I, I, it's, it's really strange, but I, I can see it so equated to jewellery. It's, it's a bizarre thing. My husband is actually a jeweller by trade as well. I mean, many, many years ago. But oh, he's he, another person I'd like to meet. I'd bring him. Yeah, I'd bring him out. You know, funny enough, he said he'd, he'd be more than happy to talk to you, I have to admit. Even though in his working life, he never really developed, but he grew up in jewellers as a jeweller's son and... They still have a family business and I mean I'm familiar with a lot of the labels that would have come through the door so Russo yeah. most definitely is in my head a jewellery sounding uh, brand yeah, yeah. so look at continued success with it keep doing what you're doing look after yourself though because Thanks. you need to take care of your good self and have your little pause breaks and reflect and you know keep working on the ideas I honestly all I would say to you is just take good care of you and bring what you have to the world and let those ideas continue to flow because you need to be looking after yourself for the ideas and the inspiration to come. I might try the meditation you were talking about. Yeah, I'd love to introduce you to a bit of meditation. Oh, I don't know what to have the patience for sitting there listening to myself. Well, think about it this way. A lot of people think I haven't got the time to do it. And a lot of people think I can't do, I can't do it. Um, meditation is, you know, maybe initially you have to really talk yourself into it. Um, but the, it's the rewards of the meditation. It's what it allows for you. It creates space for the inspiration to come in. And it just, it's just a beautiful container to get rid of some of the noise. I'll be back to you, so for the meditation. Yeah. Oh, listen. It's not that I don't have time because who doesn't have time? It's COVID, no one can go anywhere. Any, any time you can come along. Listen, if we can't make those 10 minutes, 
there's a kind of a Buddhist saying, if you can't give yourself 10 minutes to just sit in silence, you need to do it for an hour. Because ironically, the, the beautiful thing about it is that when you're meditating, it actually makes you more productive. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's kind of the opposite almost to what you would expect. So you're using the time to sit and, and be, but actually the, the byproduct of it and the benefits of it is that you become more product, productive and the inspiration comes and the ideas come even more. Mm-hmm. You just don't know when you're going to get that real, real light bulb, you know? Yeah. It's there for us all. We all have the same opportunities. So listen, I'm so grateful to you for being here today. And I'm sure everybody's going to love listening to you as well. Um, thank you very much thank you for joining us today I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you haven't already please subscribe to this show so that you will be notified when the next episode is released and remember keep believing you're amazing and you have so much to give now is your time